I be kicking fuck on the dope, no fat check. Sigiri superior, crusty imperial. Teen world right from the US to Syria. Can I get a witness for the lyrical fitness? I pay no mind to the weak or the witness. Easily it will be just another victory. Kicking reverse from the dock to the hickory. Flow is kind of mellow. I turn like a propeller. Make way, make way. Here comes a funky fella. Take this one, this one won't miss. I'm drunk, say no, jam raps it. Yeah! I give it a give it away. Mike, I'm going to jail. Keep me funky ass. 
MC Chad takes you to the face, send the music water straight by straight by Rango Rango, just a castle rap. I make it make you shout, and I make it make you shout. Shout, stick it shout, everybody catch a shout. My name is Dirty Steve, since I run into town. And your figgity funky people say, hold on my towel. So check, baby, check, baby, stick check, check. Getting really funky, DLC and full effect. Check, baby, check, baby, stick check, check. Put on your shit kickers and check, check, check. So I shake it to the left, I shake it to the right. I shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it all night. And I'll make you, make you, uh, and I'll make you, make you, ooh. So all you party people say goodbye to 92. This is a never ending song, King Fun. You can mute it whenever you'd like. I think this is a new intro song to every single space we ever did. You got six minutes for a You can fucking go mow your lawn, feed your dog, kick, cook dinner, do your laundry. I mean, you got so much fucking time, King Fun. I mean, songs were just different back in the day. Uh, King Fud, do you know who that was? <clears throat> that was King Machi. That was that Machi, was. big brother. You yeah, know, he no claims Ma- to be a rapper. Is that rap music to you? Is, no. Is that rap- <laughs> no, is it to you? No, that's Mortal Kombat music, uh, but remixed. I've noticed he doesn't make any original music. You know, he's like your favorite influencer who just takes your fucking tweets, change one word of it, and calls it original content. I, did you think that was Mortal Kombat? Did you feel like you were uh, Sub-Zero versus Scorpion? Because I was in the mood. I was starting to shoot the little pop-pop. Uh, but yeah, dude, I, I, don't, I didn't like that at all. But apparently, that was the number one hit in, in Taiwan uh, 20 fucking years ago. No, I believe, I, I believe it because this is the truth. That sounded like, I remember in 1995, going to my oldest brother's high school basketball game. And they listened. I'm pretty sure it was this song they were warming up to. And I remember just feeling like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm feeling this song. Um, like, I'm on the sidelines. He's like, dude, my brother's going to kill it tonight, dude. I could tell. Um, little did I know he was listening to Machi back in 1995. Uh, little did I know. But, yeah, you know, it's a banger. It's an absolute banger if absolute we were 20 too. years younger. It's a bop, dude. Every time I hear that song, I start running in place. Uh, King Fud. I don't know if you've been looking at NFTs or not. I've, I've looked at seven NFTs we can review, but I don't think we will. I don't think we will, but um, I, I, what's your thought? Also, King Fun, did you know that these are probably going to be uploaded to Spotify, everyone that talks on these space? I, do we need to start signing contracts to uh, have their voices on Spotify? I don't know how that's going to work, the legalities, but, you know, the NFT space, we do whatever the fuck we want. I don't know if you've seen uh, Bored Apes. They came and staked for fucking ape token. Meanwhile, I, I, I'm not going to say whether I've staked or not other NFTs, but I'm saying a lot of NFTs have been stakeable. And, but you know, now we have 
uh, that it's not legal in the United States. Are you staking any of your NFTs, King Fight? 51 no. coming down. Hang on. 51, you don't even have a bored ape. Dude. You got a fake ape. First of all, yeah, I got a fake ape, but like Bark said, I right click, but that's bullshit. They, like, they put Canada and USA in the same category as Syria, North Korea, Russia, Crimea. It's bullshit. Like, how the fuck won't they let us stake it? And we have to, like, basically use a fucking router or VPN somewhere else. That's why I'm thumbs down. Like, fucking it's router. The fuck is a router? A router. A router, router. Router. I'm, um, I'm exhausted, man. I had my kids today. I'm exhausted, man. Oh, no, you're good, man. Yeah. Uh, just start throwing out words. I mean, we were hearing all sorts of words trending in media. Altruistic, I've been hearing that nonstop. I think, King Fudd, you're kind of an altruistic type person. You're holier than thou. I saw you put out a tweet. I won't be on these. But here you are, dude. You think you're better than everyone else. Why is that? Do I think or do I know? Like, I, there's a massive difference. Like, I know you want to say, like, oh, you think that. No, just I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I know, um, and then I'll prove it with facts. So, yeah, I'm here. You're welcome. Okay, well, how are you better than uh, Bark? Uh, oh, that's easy. That's easy. Uh, first of all, uh, he's a cameraman. Uh, second of all, that's no tap. Actually, let me just – let's focus on that, being a cameraman. Congrats on the lack of talent, so you have to film other people with talent or other things that are interesting. Uh, I'm the type of person to be on film. So that alone is just one tiny little baby example. Uh, but we can move on. Okay. Well, I do see that you have the same emoji as a cameraman. You both have a question mark. Uh, it seems like I'm going to start my own uh, movement or I'm going to start a fire emoji. And you can be the, you know, we can do fire versus question marks. Maybe we can have like a little debate. We'll both look at an NFT. We'll have the fire crew versus the question mark crew. What does the question mark mean to you? Because I've heard from other people that don't have question mark. They know what that means, but I've, I've heard from the question mark people. They don't know what it means. So what does it mean to you, King Fight? Well, what it means to me is that everyone who has a question mark is just a follower um, that doesn't know anything. Uh, that's what I've learned uh, over time. It used to mean something different, but then I learned that from other people uh, who don't have it. And then uh, what I'm now seeing with the fire is, you know, it's an attention seeking type thing is like, oh, I want to be like Alex. Or, oh, he's doing that. I got to do it, too. Um, like, oh, I hope he likes me. Uh, you know, it's a validation thing at this point. And it's interesting to see, but not a surprise. A uh, lot of people seeking validation here on Twitter. Well, do you think that that's true in life or do you think that's just on Twitter? Because um there's a lot of different ways I see other people on this app, including myself, seek validation uh, via uh, botting accounts. Uh, you know, some people will have like 100,000 followers. They can't even get 100 likes. Uh, you'll have people uh, putting 10,000 people in spaces. But then, you know, you go look on the timeline. No one's talking about that space. You would think it would be like flooded with comments about said spaces. I have people buying board Apes for like hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, seeking validation for their opinions. Um, you have people that have been in cryptos forever or how and they're seeking validation because they say they've been here every single time they come off me like, oh, I was here during the crash. I know you don't know what it's fucking like. I mean, we've got all sorts of validation. You're saying that an emoji is now uh, a sense of validation. Well, um, maybe uh, you're, you're all cor you're correct with all that you, you mentioned. But what I'm finding is more of like a sense of belonging. It's it's people that um, have nowhere to go. Uh, they're not well liked. 
in real life in the IRL. So they hop on Twitter and they're like, oh, I see this person has this. So I, I'd love to fit in with them. So I'm going to throw that back there. Uh, it, you know, it's just maybe some people who called it, you know, bad word writing, maybe they were right. Maybe they were right. Mm, let's pass it off to Sphinx. Yeah, listen, Alex, um, I just wanted to say this in all seriousness. I was just in a space on my alt, of course, um, looking out for this community because that's what I care about in my heart. And I heard they're saying that the fire emoji actually stands for, check this out, RCDR. That means reverse cowgirl dick rider. I'm for real. So... I don't know about that fire emoji, but reverse cowgirl, dick rider, hashtag RCDR, I'm going on mute. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of people on Twitter, uh, when they don't have a valid argument on anything, and they're intimidated by a free emoji, they result to name calling. Um, It it just tells me that we're doing the right thing. You don't have a valid argument. Kudos to them for directing me. Uh, into thinking that these emojis are more than what they are. I, I thought they were just emojis. I thought they were fine. I thought they were something to do during the bear market. But I'm realizing they're fucking putting pressure on your fucking favorite founder to do literally anything at this point in time. Uh, they're literally, you're having people with emojis doing more than the biggest founders in the space. It just tells you how low the bar is. I want to pass it off to Christine. Christine, what's your thoughts on NFTs and Web3 at the moment? What's up, Alex? Um, good to have you back. Uh, Web3 and NFT. This was one of the reasons I didn't want to come back. This is one of the reasons. Um, you asked a direct question, Alex. Alex, what was the question you asked? Oh, and are you glad I'm back? Are you happy I'm back? Yeah, I think it's something along those lines. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I said, hey, Christine, hmm. are you happy this account got unsuspended? Are you happy that I came back? Are you happy? Tw- yeah, do you think I asked those questions? But No, no, this is a problem. Uh, this is what makes me think. I thought we were at the bottom. I thought we were at the bottom. Uh, we're not anywhere near it. We're not anywhere near it. We still are struggling to find a way to give direct answers to questions. We, uh, if, we, if we can't do that, you know, same thing happens with my five-year-old when he goes to kindergarten. Same thing happens. Uh, he doesn't know how to answer questions directly. Okay. Well, how do you know Christine's not a five-year-old? Hmm. There's only one way to find out. You guys, come on here. You're upsetting my puppy. He's like whining. Um, but no, Web3 is we're all in kind of like a hold waiting to see what's going on. And this is what happens during bear markets. We wait and we build and we create and that's what we do. But as for question marks, you know, I'm all for anyone adding whatever they want as long as like, you know, everyone did turn kind of cultish in the last few days of Alex coming back. So as long as any, like, we don't get these branded on ourselves, ladies, I think, you know, we're okay with like, not, you know, just representing question marks, like it's question marks or whatever. But, you know, um, thank you for, uh, yeah, I do think Web3 is on hold. And I just think you should be building why this is happening. You're welcome. Yeah, Uh, yeah, agreed. You're welcome. 
Yeah. I mean, building, we throw emoji on the back end of our name. All of a sudden, you got people making fun. It's just, it's piss. It tells me how low the bar is. Uh, it tells me how low the bar. I mean, King Fud, you've got an emoji. Um, you've got an emoji at the end of your name, and it's been time and time again said that you were a dick sucker. Is this true? Uh, factually and literally, no. Uh, no, I'm not. I literally am not. Um, however, maybe metaphorically, you could say that. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm trying to be, like, as neutral as I can uh, to, you know, the, the name calling because, you know, Alex, we've seen it time and time again. When you bring facts and you bring uh, logic to the table, uh, what happens is people start to become emotional because that you can't defeat logic. Um, so what you do is you start to become emotional because that one you can actually be charged and and have like an, an actual rebuttal. But the problem with that is it's an emotional rebuttal. It's not logical. And with that comes usually name calling. And, you know, if you have to resort to name calling, uh, you, you've automatically lost the argument to anybody with an IQ above 75, plain and simple. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Uh, here you go. Um, luckily, we got sound clips of everything, King Fud. Uh, we got receipts on receipts. Here you go. Here's a sound clip. Yo, guys, I have the solution right here, by the way, on this chilling villain fucking parasite that is caused on the space. If you see a motherfucker with a question mark in their fucking name, call them a dick rider. I, if you're out here calling people and say, oh, the fucking youth artwork is good or whatever the fuck, you know, and you're calling them a dick rider. You're telling me some dude that's putting a question mark in his fucking name, in his name, without even knowing what the fuck it is, is less of a dick rider. I, I'm going to fucking start replying dick rider next time these guys try to come into my fucking replies and just bring negativity and toxicity. Why? So they can pump their own bags. Bro, Moishi, post the fucking wallets. I will pin that shit to the space. That is insane, bro. I, I never want to hear the word $30 PFP in my fucking life again, bro. I $30 PFP? I mean, dude, I mean, King Fun. How low is the ball? He said know. sorry. He said sorry. Did he say sorry? I, I, I was on a space with him, and I said, hey, Frank, what do you think of that? And he said, oh, I let my emotions get the best of me. And I said, are you sorry? And he said, yeah. And I said, if the question mark did an NFT for two and a half ETH, would you meant it? And he said, yeah, I would love to see what you and Bark and Alex are up to. These are his words, not mine. I, I don't have it sound clipped, but verbatim, that's I what do. happens. I do. Uh, it's oh. actually 5.5. You said he, he would meant. He oh, 5.5. Like, yeah, he said it would probably pump, which he's probably right. Uh, but will he be on the whitelist? I, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that person on a whitelist. Would you? I mean, you know, you can say sorry, but, you know, it's just like any injury. Um, if you break a bone, uh, does the bone heal perfectly, Alex? No. If you're cut deep, uh, does the skin heal perfectly, Alex? No. It's still there. There's still scar tissue. Um, so it's still there. It still resonates, whether there's a sorry or not. So, uh, you know, it's just... Um, the beauty of emotional decisions is you get to see the person's real thoughts and true colors. Uh, you don't have to worry. They're not bouncing around anything because they're not thinking 
um, about, you know, uh, what other people think and trying to please them. They're saying what they prefer and what they're thinking out of their mind. So um, anytime someone gets emotional, uh, it's really good to just, you know, sit back and, and listen and you get to learn more about them uh, as the best thing you can do. And so I feel like in this scenario, uh, you know, we can take, take what you will from it, learn what you will from it. Okay. I mean, I think it's interesting. So you're telling me anyone that puts like a, a question mark at the end of their name or an emoji of any sort, they no longer have the capability of thinking for themselves. Oh no. Um, I'm not saying that. Uh, but other people definitely feel that way. I was actually, um, you know, I've never ever been the type of person to think somebody can't think for themselves unless they're impaired. Um, then they don't think correctly, like in, in some form or another, but that's, that's what's so amazing about humans is everybody can genuinely think and decide for themselves. And, um, I've never had that thought. Have you ever felt like you can control people, Alex, like you have full total control over people, um, specifically here on Twitter? I've been told multiple times that I am brainwashing people. Um, I, I don't think I am. Do you think, have I brainwashed you? King, but they say, you got to be careful what you're saying. You're brainwashing people. I mean, here, here, dude, that he was just trying to create like an autonomous community that can just go and like, you know, move together. I'm trying to create own. an autonomous community. Um, no one can think for themselves. Apparently King, but King Fudd, you, you lost your capability to think for yourself. Uh, did you know that King Fudd? I didn't. As soon as I started doing spaces with you, I was like, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I can't decide anything for myself. Um, and then it got to the point where it was like, I've, I, I can't even remember if I'm losing it or not. I'm, I'm stuck. I'm just in this absolute, it feels like a whirlpool. I'm just stuck in it spinning. I'm, I'm just, spin- I'm no ability. I have no control over myself. <clears throat> okay. Um, that's what people think. They think that people no longer can think for themselves. Um, you know, it's just like, what, what do they get out of this, King Fud? What do, what do people get out of joining spaces and saying these types of things? Um, hmm. So, like, t- going after an individual, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, that's, a, that's a tough question because... For me, I'm trying to think for myself, like when I go after like an individual, um, it's more, I don't think I've ever, there. I don't know, I don't have a good answer for that right now, Alex, do you, because there's so many thoughts racing through my mind. Do you have an answer or like a, a rhetoric you're looking for, or what are your individual thoughts on it? I'm trying to understand their motives. Uh, I always try to understand motive. You know, whenever your favorite on-chain sleuth, Zach XBT, came after me, what was his motives like he has all this other stuff what was his motives and i put that together and i have my own beliefs on why he does the things he needs to do i'm not going to disclose why he's doing what he's doing because it's it's speculation i don't have hard facts but i do believe i know what his motives are but i will not disclose them because i don't like i said don't have hard facts but like this scenario i want to understand their motives because maybe then i can help him king fud maybe i'm like hey that's not true here's what's actually true but are they even going to understand the truth if i tell them because the things that are being said are are things that have never been said. Like we never said we're trying to create an autonomous community. Have you ever heard us say that? Mm, no, and I don't think. Well, and that's this is an easy response. Is do either of us even have that desire? No, 
Like that's a weird desire to have. Um, what, what would be the benefit of having that on Twitter? Again, it's Twitter. And that's what it's I'm a saying. Twitter uh, for that. We're doing NFTs, Alex. Like how do you think they're just trying to get? get my attention? Do you think that's what the, their goal is here is just how do we get my my attention? Because I don't like talking to those type of people anymore. And matter of fact, I don't like giving my attention to those type of people anymore, King Fud. The people that go around trying to gather attention that way. It's very it's a discipline, King Fud, to not give in to the the hating bullshit. It's just like, okay, how do I continue to block out that noise and give attention uh, and my energy towards people that are actually trying to do something and change something, maybe even change humanity, fuck around, change humanity, you know, just add a brick to humanity, you know, I mean, they're not adding bricks to humanity, you know, they're just trying to take them, and and now they've got my attention, like, fuck, quit, quit taking those bricks, dude, like, we're trying to build over here, and and instead of helping other people build, now I'm more worried about, get, like, trying to stop the people from taking bricks, I mean, King Fudd, if you understand someone's motives, don't you believe that you can, you can, org- you can maybe help them, like, understand, hey, we've got our own motives here, and you're, you're misaligned with what you're saying, yeah, um, for sure. Um, I'm trying to play, I wouldn't say devil's advocate. I just try and play the other side where, um, you know, I think it's easy to feel, especially when, when people are saying those kind of things that usually they'll feel attacked first or they'll feel maybe hurt first or maybe they're not. Maybe they're just strictly saying those things to say those things. But either way, it's to protect where they're at, I think. I think, you know, they're trying to stay where they're at or continue to grow or to continue to get attention. Um, But having something negative like that and ripping someone down ultimately usually is so that you can rise above them or have value there over the other person, if that makes sense. So it's it's hard for me to have these conversations without having the other person or other people present because I would love to hear like the actual real thoughts and feelings of the other people and like get down to it beyond the, the corny name calling and things like that. I would much rather not have conversation at all, but I have to now because of the corny name calling, there's an impact, right? They're making an impact. So now I have to actually talk about it at the moment. How do I get them to stop? I'm just not going to talk. Am I going to give in to the people that are blatant liars, manipulators, deceitful people? No, King Fud. Uh, but I do feel the need that, hey, like what they're saying isn't true. Like I have to actually address Because they did. They did a great job making it. I don't know. I mean, here's another example. dude. I've got receipts all fucking day, King Fud. And I just, I have time and I got receipts. Community leads in a row. Um, now, you know, Shillin's account is banned. I mean, David, how do you feel pretty much being the reason Shillin got banned? So this is this is why you guys are in an echo chamber, and this is why Barkley was really fucking scary listening to this whole conversation. Oh, it's not gonna play. Hang on, hang on. What? That's that's. The I'll defend you. I've already done it. I've already done it once. It bothers Barkley when I do this uh, voice chat. Think that everything you just was just true because you might think that you're tongue in cheek, but it's not. It's really fucking scary when you start telling people that you guys are the good guys and you're the beacon of light and that the other side is the enemy. Now, I came up here to give constructive feedback, but you just did it again. So I already know there's going to be people in my DMs to say, like, hey, you're the one that called Valhalla or anything like that, right? It wasn't me. I didn't bring them up. Somebody else brought them up. I was in the audience. Somebody asked if there's any ethmans. I said there's a thing called Valhalla. Somebody else DM'd the team and told them to come up. It wasn't me. I wasn't connected. I didn't know the, the girls that were on the stage. But this is the this is the thing that you guys do. 
anytime you think you're the good guys and the other sides are the place, you're wrong. There's no good guys, there's no bad guys. There's just different factions. There's different echo chambers. And this is a massive fucking echo chamber. It really is. And the things that I'm hearing in the space of like, maybe we should go start another, move to another, like, these are, these are like the biggest echoes of like the divisiveness of politics. And you guys are pushing it so fucking hard, right? There was no opposing side until Frank snapped and he started a space, right? He finally started a space and then all hell broke loose because it, it started turning into like the Democrats versus the Republicans. Everybody picked sides. Everybody started shitting on each other. But Frank came out today and he was actually, you know, he, he actually came out and said that what he did was a mistake. He said he shouldn't have gone that far. He said all these things and he kind of like dissolved it. He could have leaned into it and, and like all hell would have broke loose. But you guys are still going. Right, you guys are still saying like, "Oh, there's these bad guys, and there's the Illuminati, and they're all after us, and we're the underdogs, and like we have to like be the beacon of light for the space, and we have to be the saviors." Like, holy shit, that is so fucking scary. This is like the shit that's going on in politics right now that's like ruining the world. And you guys are like, I don't know if you guys are joking, but I guarantee you that most of the people in this room don't think that you're joking. They don't think that you're joking. Kids actually thought there was Illuminati out there, and you guys were like the crusaders out here that are like that are saving everybody in the space. And, like, you guys are doing it again. Like, it's really fucking scary how good you are at this part. Like, the way that you talk, it's, like, optimized for likes. And I know that's how, like, that's why Fox... <laughs> I mean, that, uh, but the way you talk... I gotta stop that sound clip. He goes on and on and on. I mean, you're brainwashing. You're talking like you're, um, you know, you're talking for, like... Oh, you know, Frank really stepped up. He apologized for doing a seven-hour truth about chilling villain, dick sucking, all this shit. Yeah, he apologized. He's the bigger guy. Hang on, hang on. Let, 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 let me let me break this down. Okay, I, look, kick, kick butt. On. I had to listen to that bullshit as I was suspended the whole time, and I've got receipts for fucking days. We can do this all day, King. Fire. I know, I believe it. But this is this is the thing. I think a lot of what he said was wrong and was emotionally charged. Like I said, I, I disagree with a lot of the things he said. Um, but to be fair, all he did in in that scenario was mention the Valhalla meant coming up. That's what you, we specifically asked, are there any mints coming up? And he knew about that one. And then they did come up like that. That's not, he wasn't part of the team or anything like that. He just knew about it. And then they came up and then that's when it all started. He didn't, I, I truly believe that he didn't have any intention of that happening. Uh, but now with that being said, I know him and Bark don't see eye to eye. Um, and I, I disagree with a lot of the stuff he said. Um, but at that time, Bark was saying, um, that <laughs> putting it heavily on him that he like brought the, the Valhalla team up where all he did was, he said, there's an upcoming men. That's where I'll have David. Does back. he say how he knows, uh, Alex Lynn? Did he ever mention how he knows Alex Lynn? I never, we never had a conversation. Okay. Well, that's the yeah. conversation we need to have. Uh, I'm curious to see how he knows Alex Lynn. I've never seen David so distraught. I mean, what caused him to get to those like temper levels? I've never seen it. King Fun. I've talked to him a million times. I've never seen him act in that in that behavior. What was it? Well, because I think it was just kind of the I think it's this is my guess. And again, it's a guess. When you're sitting on the sidelines just listening and you're not a speaker, and you hear, let's say both sides. Let's say you hear both sides. And you, you're hearing things that you think are wrong and things like that. And you're, you're becoming more invested and more intense as time goes on. And finally, you get to speak. You get this opportunity. And instead of like being methodical and clear, 
you're, you're invested heavily into it. And so you just start firing off. You just start rapid firing because you've heard so many things and you've been wanting to speak for so long. Um, that's my guess. Uh, then again, I don't know. I've also, I've met David and I believe um, from my, you know, chatting with him both on Twitter and in real life, I believe he has really good intentions for the longevity of both Twitter and Web3. And for that reason, I don't expect us to get along in every facet uh, and every opinion possible. But what I do know is that I think he's a genuine guy and has the same end goal as me. And that's that Web3 is super successful and NFTs are super successful. And so for that to happen, I think it just... yeah, I, th- I think he just got frustrated, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's that, like I said, Alex, it's tough. I like to have discussions with these kind of people and find out what's going d- down and get to the bottom of it. The one thing I will say that, you know, he, he that's wrong about everything he said is like, oh, Frank came up and he apologized for it. And he acted like he was the, this big man. Um, when in reality, I squeezed that out of Frank. Um, I, I put him in a position. I put Frank up on stage with just me and there was like a thousand people listening and I put him in a situation to say, do you regret saying that? What do you think he's going to say, Alex? He's going to say, no, I don't regret it. He's going to say, no, uh, yeah, I do regret it because why he has VCs to please. He has holders to please. He has people he has to please. So he has to look apologetic in do, would he regret it if if there was no crowd listening probably not he'd probably just be like whatever man like i said it because i was irritated but instead he you know he's he's put in that scenario and so it was definitely squeezed out of him he didn't come out and tweet like out of the grace of his heart that hey that was messed up of me like i shouldn't have done that that's not the situation so that's where you know david was wrong in this scenario um and you know they wasn't it was definitely squeezed out of him so as far as going you know there's two sides there was two sides there was us talking about things that allegedly happened that you know as far as um royalties go with the the d gods team and then there was them getting mad and calling names so there were two sides to it uh plain and simple uh, there was the one side saying things that they believe to happen. And then there was the other side calling names. I don't know how to be more clear and more concise about this. And then what I saw from that, how many people did you get attacked by for that, Alex? How many people did I get attacked by just for us talking about that, dude? Um, we're, we're not allowed to talk about that. We're not allowed to have our, our own opinion. And we have to let him up and we have to discuss it with him when we're just talking literally about things we know to be true and things we believe to be true and like why can't we do that here why can't we do that without people getting really angry at us um so there's there's a lot to it and there's you know it's been a really busy three weeks because it went from art gobblers to that situation with the d gods to this situation valhalla and there wasn't a single time either of us or even bark were trying to rip down good people. That was never the intention was just to pull down good people because that's not our end goal that at all. The intention every single time was a transparency and B 
to help people who don't know this kind of stuff, to bring information and then to let people decide. And I think people get that confused with us, Alex, like especially you. They think you're just here to rip things down and just only engagement farm. Whereas yesterday, we spent a long time just talking about Twitter. A long time just trying to figure out what the end goals are, trying to gather information. And that's what we did with Art Gobblers. That's what we were doing with the D-Gods. That's what we were doing with Valhalla. And what happens is there's so much money involved. People get so emotionally charged. They, they can't have these conversations and just deal with the negative stuff and the negative things that come along with it. Um, so I've been kind of wanting to ask you, it's been like a really busy th- three weeks with four weeks, I guess like months dealing with these three specific things in a row. Um, what, what are your thoughts? Like this isn't normal. We, before this, we were having fun on spaces. We were hopping in each other's offices. And then all of a sudden it went from, these are terrible guys that are so negative for the ecosystem. They don't want to see it succeed. They just want likes um they're you know a bunch of name calling and accusations so what has been your take with all of this what's your uh financial incentives uh money over morals i've noticed i know i i think that some sometimes i'm like oh fuck dude my bags are involved i need to act a certain way uh once once i was able to get over that hump i was able to see it a lot clearer um, you know, I get shit on, I, it's whatever. I don't mind being shit on, but being canceled is bullshit, dude. I mean, absolute bullshit. And, and then I'm like, all I want King Fudd out of everything, I just want a level playing field. I mean, you can call everyone, you can call me a dick sucker. You can call me all these names. I, I don't think, I, I can handle it, right? I can, but when you start like involving other people, all this crossfire, they don't even, they're not even financially incentivized to participate. It's a fucking joke, dude. Uh, that and it pisses me off that the account got canceled, and they want to. And then, dude, they want to come on spaces. They want to start making these tweets. How, um, you know? Oh, you know? Oh, I feel really bad. You know, the, I, I don't want this to happen. Just total bullshit. Um, just even playing even further into it because they got asked on a space, I believe. Like, hey, well, can you put out the tweet hashtag free show? And they said no. I'm like, but they'll immediately farm engagement. They just do anything. Do they? They have no type of fucking morals. And I think uh, King, I told you, like, uh, we're starting to really investigate in deep thought, and and we're seeing like we're starting to see some some bad shit in Web three, like that wasn't really um, cl- made clear, and we're making it clear in the open and that's dangerous dude and that's why i said we probably should token gate off the spaces what are your thoughts on like just hosting a space with like i don't know like a hundred or less people because that that's what i think you know what's funny king Fud? the echo that comes from this space even though they'll be like i don't know like a hundred to two like 300 people probably but then you'll have spaces with ten thousand people spreading misinformation all over the fucking place no one gives a flying fuck and you don't even see it on the timeline. But we talk about information here with like 300 people. The echo that goes through crypto Twitter uh, is something I haven't seen before. Do you realize like the power that this space and, and thinking to myself like this is a small space. Why do you think a 300 person space has more power than a 10,000 person space? Well, I mean, if that's in reference to the 10,000, are we talking about Mario? Because his like how his spaces are so obviously botted. Yeah, that we're, talking we're, we're talking about we're talking about Mario. I mean, ha, can you prove that it's botted? Um, I'm sure if I took time to, but it's it's very. I mean, the like eight times I've been on there. Um, if you go and click on the people listening, um, it's like 
the majority of everybody is following like less than 20 people um, or following like less than 30 people and things like that. So um, those are usually bots. Now, I'm okay with being completely wrong and being like, no, um, but let me, oh, here's a good like statistical way to kind of prove it. um, He was nowhere to be found ever on um, um, NFT inspect. And I like NFT inspect solo um i was gonna say uh solely for the the fact that you can see some data on specific projects and specific i gotta cut you off do you think nft inspect is accurate at the moment no um no but this i I don't but the reason i'm bringing it up garbage um it's absolutely terrible i think you know i look at that that stat line i'm like who's actually taking this serious now uh, what happened there? You know, like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your train. Of I'm just, I'm just pissed off at, at uh, NFT inspect. Ma- matter of fact, I'm looking for the next person to maybe develop a social media tracker for crypto Twitter. I'm gonna get all behind that because, uh, you know, I was a big advocate for for um, NFT inspect early on, but you know, they've they've since gone way fucking. I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, I've seen it more than once now. Uh, manipulation of of social analytics. So. It was alarming, and so like now I need to find competition because now they've got a monopoly on social analytics for crypto Twitter. It's worrisome. You know they use the centralization. Do they use it for good? Absolutely fucking not. Now they're misreporting on all sorts of information now. Uh, I would love to hear their their response to see why. Well, the- they don't even do. You have to pay to be on there. Did you know that? If well, projects yeah. have to pay just to be considered, which doesn't make any sense. It's like if it's an NFT. Isn't that the whole point of it? But instead, they make projects pay um, to be on there, which I get. Like, you got to monetize it somehow um, for putting in the work and things like that. But I just think the way they're doing it doesn't make sense. But hang on. Let me let me get back to this because um, we're talking about Mario and those spaces being botted. First of all, I just um, – I actually got like four – I'm going to interrupt you one more time about the Mario botting space. Um, I personally – I don't give a fuck. It's no different to me than when I see someone buy a board ape for validation. He's just – using validation by buying bots. Um, you know, I, I, I see my favorite influencer buying all sorts of fucking followers. I can't prove that. I'm, and we can't prove that he's buying bots, but I do believe that it's just him paying for validation. And does it bother me? Not at all. I see other people get pissed off about it. Um, I think it's a smart play by him. I won't be, I won't be doing that. Uh, no. So, but yeah, I didn't I just wanted to clear that up too, King Fud. I wanted to make sure that was clear that I'm not upset that he's doing, look, it worked. He had fucking Elon Musk on his space. Well, that's what I was going to say. Um, so as soon as he had Elon Musk, he went really high on global reach on NFT inspect. And then over time, day after day, it went really, really far down. Um, so like it peaked because what happened is when Elon Musk went on, all these NFT people that are tracked on NFT inspect started actually interacting with him being like, oh, who like getting to see this guy. And then as soon as, you know, Elon Musk went away and the information stays exactly the same. It just went way far down. So that was an easy way to track um, the interaction of people that actually like NFTs that are involved with Mario. Uh, it's a very, very, very slim amount. Um, and while I was saying, while I was talking, I just, I, I have four saying um, that Mario got kicked off of Clubhouse in 2021 for bodying his audiences. And now, listen, okay, so there's that. Um, which is fine. So this brings us back to the point. Does it really matter how many listeners you have? It. I personally don't think so. 
like I would have this conversation with you probably one on one. Um, in fact, uh, yeah, that's how it started. And it was because we enjoyed it. So I don't know, but every, to each their own, to, everyone has their own motives in at the end of the day. So like, what, what are your thoughts with the, the token gating? Yeah, I think, uh, it's too, the power, the, it's too powerful for what the bear market is. Maybe we can reopen it, but like the conversation we have here is obviously becoming way too much. And this is why we have to, we have to scale back the content that's on here even further than what we were. Like, do we have to scale back to where we can no longer talk about NFTs, Kingfoot? Cause that's, it led to the cancellation of this account. And I don't think we ever went overboard. Do you think we went overboard? Cause I hear some fuck ass shit on other spaces and they're not canceled. I hear people calling people dick suckers. I hear people saying they're going to dox wallets. I hear uh, child abuse on other space. I hear all this shit on other spaces, but you know, we talk about NFTs. It leads to a permanent suspension of an account. So what can we really talk about? King Fight? If we can't talk about NFTs, what can we talk about? No, we definitely can. Um, the, the problem is there is a lot, of sneaky things going along um, in the background that we as consumers aren't well aware of. And so it's really important to dive into that and to find out what's going on because let me give you an example, Alex, um, real life. And I, I'm, I'm monologuing way too much today, so I need you to cut me off more. But today, not today, um, in the past, I remember specifically making a decision. There was me and two other partners and me and uh, two of us, two of the three agreed on one thing, but we couldn't get the third one to do it with us. Um, and then that one pulled me aside and said, well, it doesn't matter. Let's do this. We can skin the cat either way. I remember he worded that weird. And I remember thinking, skin the cat. Like, well, that's weird. But his point was, either way, we'll get the money to do what we want for the, for the company. We'll just, you know, be sneaky and not let the other one know. And these were both my partners. So it was like a lot of my money tied in. And ethically, I was like, what? Like, no, dude, like, we're going to make sure we all agree or we're not going to do it. And he was just so quick to do that. So quick. And I saw things like that time after time after time in the last, I'd say, like seven years. I have seen that time after time where people will do anything for money and behind scenes and behind closed doors. And then come out with a complete different story of the reality that's happening. And when, especially when there's money involved and that's happening with NFTs, um, there are really good people that are genuinely building that have no intention of just taking advantage of, of the consumers, but there are also are a lot, a lot of people who are looking to take advantage of the consumers and us talking about that us bringing that up, us bringing some quote unquote sneaky stuff to light um, should be 100% encouraged by the community. And if you look at the people who don't like it uh, or who get frustrated and irritated, irritated with us, Alex, uh, it's not community members. Um, it's big names. Uh, it's, it's usually builders uh it's people who have a big bag um of the community we're talking about or the founder we're, we're, we're talking about um it's never the people who have like investments it's never them uh it's never the people looking to invest because they're the ones learning and receiving the opportunity so um it's it's important to open your eyes and realize that this stuff is very 
very clearly going on behind scenes. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's you can't even have an opinion, or else you know your your boss will start contacting you like, hey, what's going on over here? Um, you know, they'll the because the people will be like, hey, I know where he works. Like, let's go after his boss. I mean, people don't even know my contract, like what I signed up for for my job, and maybe. My job will maybe that X job will will dox the what I was. Uh, I don't know if they were you were on that space. So what did they say on that space? Because I wasn't there. It was like seven hours long or something of the truth about Chill and Villain. Uh, because I I host spaces while I pick up dog shit, and they felt the need that that was disrupting the ecosystem. But yeah, dude, you were on that space, and I believe uh, the the previous employer was on there with you. What did you guys talk about? Um, with them being there. I, I, I'm trying to, th- it was nothing like, it was like they were trying to get you by saying you worked for a company that was VC funded, which is, has that ever been an argument? Like, has that ever been something anybody's ever been against? Um, like it was like, oh, well he works for a VC funded company. And it's, I don't understand what that was. So they kept saying that as if it was like some sneaky thing. And then on top of it, uh, they wanted to symbol wanted to clarify that the network and the question mark is wasn't like run by them. Uh, that's all I can really remember. Like it wasn't. There was nothing of value that was mentioned. There was nothing where like they were taught. Like yeah, I don't know how to say it. There was nothing of value that was mentioned. Like the the shots that they were coming for and. The things they were saying just genuinely didn't make sense. Um, that so, that's a conspiracy yeah. theory. That's an actual conspiracy with no hard evidence, just making blind allegations, blind assumptions. That's what an actual conspiracy theorist is. You know, they'll cons- they'll they'll say that we're conspiracy theorists, but every single time, King Fud, we have extremely hard evidence backing every single opinion that were ever made on here. And I think we're very scaled back on our actual opinions on things. And if we went the avenue that they did and started conspiracy theory on things, uh, they would be very, they would get, they would get even more upset. So it's very, it's very important. We, we don't, I, I, that's what I don't understand. Um, they have no counter arguments whenever I'm like, Hey, you know, you said the art was going to in 48 hours instead it took 48 fucking days. They got no, no type of counter argument that makes, makes sense whatsoever. And I don't know how you can discredit that fucking thought and and that, for that very own that very thought uh that was enough for me to like okay i need to actually never talk to this person again uh because you know they lied once what's gonna say they're not lying again king how can you trust a liar once they've lied once well i mean i think it's important for me like and and that's where everyone's different like it's important for me to try and um if someone um lies or tricks um for specific reasons like i want to know why the lie was made. And if I can learn why I can learn more about the person and then I can gain trust back. So in this scenario, my best assumption, um, for certain things like in my discussions, um, like if, if someone says, you know, a lie and I want, they're trying to defend their bags. Like I get it. Like, okay, they're just, they care more about money than integrity. That that's, how it goes in my brain and then it's like okay okay, i can work with them i can get along with them i can talk with them but i'm always going to know that they will be willing to bend the truth or just flat out lie um in order to protect money or to make more money and then that way i at least know how to like functionally work with them 
But, you know, sometimes in certain cases, it is better just like, oh, well, if, you know, you are going to flat out lie, you know, once I can't trust you for the future as far as, you know, especially with like NFTs, because, you know, it is financially backed. Um, almost everything is a financially based decision. Um, so I don't have that's that's subjective for almost everybody when it comes to one lie. I mean, some people are willing to be cheat on and take that person back, which to me, um, I, I wouldn't be willing to do that personally. So it's, it's subjective for everybody. And you, Alex, um, I would say I would say a, a good description of you is you have a short fuse um, because you have a line drawn in your mind. And if somebody's going to cross that line, it's just like, OK, well, block like I don't want to be part of growing with you. I don't want to be a part of, you know, the future of Web3 with you. I just don't want you in it. I want people around me that aren't going to cause these problems. So you've already drawn your lines. You've made them pretty clear. Um, and other people are, you know, think it's too stern. Uh, I, I think it's too stern. But at the same time, it's your lines. You can do whatever you want, man. Uh, so so what are your your thoughts on that? If somebody lies, do you feel like they can earn trust back? No. Absolutely not. Um, once I'm lied to once, I believe I'll be lied to in the near future. And I've got to be very careful. King Father, so many people that deserve an opportunity. Why would I ever give a liar to a, versus someone who's never lied to me? Um, you know, why would I ever do that, King Fud? I would much rather. And you know what I'm realizing? All of the, the and never mind. Um, I'm not even going to go that. I'm not even going to go there. Uh, no, say just say, no, dude, it's fine. It's fine. It's it, what I'll say is this. I would much rather build with one authentic person than 10 fake motherfuckers. If, if that's what it takes, if it takes me, if it takes this account shrinking down its size, I'm for it, dude. Like, where people are trying to blow up their shit. I'm trying to shrink it down. I'm trying to go fast and go with like a, just a few people and go far as fuck. I mean, it doesn't take a lot of people to do cool shit. And, and as much as my favorite influencer likes to believe, you know, the more, no, um, actually it takes very few people to cool do. Look, we got fucking this shit going on Spotify. I don't know another web three content that's going to be going on Spotify. Do you? Uh, no, I, I, I don't, I have no idea. The, In fact, I, what, I don't what, know what, if what we need to Spotify. Well, how's, well, how's that working out? What is, what's happening there? I don't know. We're going to see. Uh, you know, we're going to see. Well, I'm worried about the legalities behind that King Fud. You know, if we have people's takes on here, uh, can they be held accountable? I don't know. We got to talk to a lawyer. Maybe we can bring Ariel or Malik up here. But what's your thoughts on uploading Web3? Because I think if people hear us speaking like this exact space, they'd probably be inclined to join in in Web3. Uh, opposed to, you know, I'm not going to say the it just I'm saying, like, I think this space is very interesting. I mean, would you agree or would you disagree? Uh, I love the stuff we talk about. Um, so, yeah, of course. Uh, but then again, that's also subjective. Some people might listen to it and just be like, that is a complete waste of time. Um, but I personally do do enjoy what we talk about. Obviously, I'm the one talking. It'd be weird if I didn't like it. Yeah. I mean, my biggest takeaway from the suspension, King Fud, uh, there are friends in Web3. I'll admit to that. I think what I was doing wrong was it was me making the mistake. I was networking with the wrong people. Um, you know, I watched my favorite influencers go absolutely fucking silent or, or grave dance during the suspension. Meanwhile, the real MFers were fighting for freedom of speech. I mean, absolute integrity was shown at the highest levels for free. 
And normally, you have to get fucked over to see someone's integrity. Like, what are they going to do when no one's around watching, right? And um, what do they do? My favorite influencers completely, I didn't see one fucking, the, there was a couple of bigger accounts that made tweets, you know. I think Easy was probably the biggest account. I think Easy's probably the biggest account. There was other big accounts. I'm not going to name names, okay? I uh, don't want to name names because there's, there's fucking, I, I, someone scraped the list, Rose scraped the list, and there was over 1,500 MFers that, that tweeted hashtag free shill and villain. And that, that doesn't even include like all the people that just made tweets and just didn't include the hashtags. So there's a ton of fucking people. But I looked very closely at the people that I thought I needed to network with and come to find out I don't need to network with any of them, King Fud. I mean, do you think you need to network with influencers to make it in Web3? No. Um, especially, I I've always wondered, uh, that's probably my biggest question um, I have for people that care so much about followers, um, is like, why? W why? Like, why do you want the followers? What's your end goal intention of having a ton of followers um and that's where i personally I think that's human genetics i think you're asking like a human genetic question why do i want to be accepted by many uh tribalism well, not only you know, that. you're thinking like you've got to go into like survival mode well, you know whenever we were trying to fight for survival if you didn't get accepted to a tribe dude you were dead so it's like human genetics all fucked up in, in this day and era that's where i'm that's what i think that's what i believe i believe that i want to be accepted by other humans uh, because of that gene in me and there's no way around it. it's just human genetics that i want to be accepted by many okay yeah uh, and that could very well be other people's as well um for me i genuinely just think it's fun um i do really like to say like sarcastic or um in my opinion funny things and other people think it's funny too um because that that's fun for me, the humor and then like having a group of people who find the same humor intriguing. And then I get to like if they like what I'm saying and then I like what they're saying, then we can play off each other. And like that's really fun for me. Um, but I personally like I'm trying to think like I've wondered, like, let's say for five years we do this, Alex, and I grow to 200,000 followers. And I'm thinking like, what would, what would be the point? Like, what would I, what would be the incentive that there's 200,000 people following, let's say active people following King Fud. And I don't have one. I, I genuinely don't. Like, I don't, I, I could say things and more people would see it. Like, there's no, like, I don't have an intention of growing for a specific reason. I think other people do. Cause then they're like, can launch an NFT or they can hope to like, shill other projects and get paid for it and things like that um and so that's where um to this is a long answer to your question is like you genuinely don't need that to build whatever you want to build if if you want to be an influencer uh, for pay then you can do that it's just networking it's just finding enough people that are going to be willing to tweet good morning back at you um, if you want to build an NFT, you could build that super slow. So that's where I'm saying, Alex, is if you were like, hey, you know what? There was 1,500 people who tweeted chill and villain. I'm going to unfollow everyone except the 1,500 and only interact with them. Uh, that's fine because you don't need a ton of people to build what you want to build. Uh, you're 100% I agree with you on that. Um, when businesses start, you start with nobody except literally the person with the idea and money. That's it. 
That's a good point, King Fudd. I'm slowly realizing that that less is actually more. Um, definitely quality over quantity. And I, I was in the mindset, dude. I, I don't know why I was in that mindset. Look, we got Ariel up here. I want to change the conversation. Oh, shit. Um, hang on. I got to try to bring him up. I mean, King Fudd, do you think this is just seeking validation of others? Do you think that's a possibility? And that's why I want that many followers because I'm like, oh, I really want to be accepted by others. I mean, yeah, of course. Like, it's fun to be liked. Like, if you post an Instagram photo um or anything it's fun to get likes and attention because then you feel validated or you feel cared about um it could even be you feel loved um or someone that you think is special likes what you're doing it might make you feel better that's where the whole idea of social media is kind of strange to me um is a lot of times people won't be themselves they'll be somebody they think would get a lot of attention instead of just being themselves um, and that's where it's hard to find the difference of who's real and who's trying to push the space forward versus who's saying what they need to say to get the VC money, to get the founders um, to like them, to get the community to like them. Um, and that's where it's, it's tough to filter through uh, whatever your end goal is here on Twitter. So, yeah, that, that's that's a good question, man. It's, it makes me really uh, pontificate pontificate what a great word we got ariel up here ariel uh, if we start uploading this twitter space content onto a new platform can we be held accountable for anything like different things that need to be held accountable here yeah let's say we we upload this uh twitter recording onto spotify would i need your permission to use your sound clips that's a really good question um I, don't, I honestly don't know because I feel as if when you ask somebody to be on a podcast, they're giving their consent that you know that they know you're going to upload it to, you know, Apple and it's going to be an Apple podcast. And if you ask somebody to be on your podcast, it's on Spotify, like they know what's going on Spotify. So I guess the question would be, if I'm accepting your request to come and speak on recorded Twitter spaces, am I also consenting to then having this be put on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So I think it depends on how you would frame that, if that makes sense. Like, what am I giving consent to by talking up here? Does that, like, I mean, for me personally, you invite me on your Twitter spaces. You say you're going to put it on Spotify. You say you're going to put it on Apple Podcasts. By accepting this, I know what I'm consenting to. So I think as long as that's made clear, maybe you have it somewhere in the disclaimer, you know, you, you set up your speakers beforehand, definitely. Um, but I think that there's going to be some consent issues in terms of what people are agreeing to speak on. Okay, so every space start off, this is going to be uploaded to Spotify. I think that there's a way to do it that might be simpler than that. I'm going to, I'll look into it for you, but the best way that I would do it is definitely make it clear you want to put it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and then, you know, the speakers, maybe have them write. You, you can find out who you want to speak in advance and maybe have them sign something or just be like, hey, just so you know, this is going on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Are you OK with that? Like, just give them some sort of heads up. OK, I uh, appreciate that. Um, yeah, because we're going to do that. What's your thoughts on that, Ariel? Uploading Twitter spaces onto other platforms. Do you think... There's any shot that anyone would be interested in listening to Web3? I mean, how is it different than, you know, those guys that have YouTube, con or the YouTubers that'll have 
interviews and then they become podcasts. I feel like it's no different. Um, I mean, they know what they're getting into. I think it's a great way to branch out. Then people that miss this might have an easier time finding it in the morning when they're driving to work or, you know, they can listen to it later. I feel like Twitter's recorded Twitter spaces are sometimes hard to find. Um, other platforms have easier kind of like logs where you can, you know, you can look back and look at different episodes. And I find that Twitter spaces, like if I want to find something you did two weeks ago, I, I don't, I don't know how to do that other than go through all of your tweets, which, you know, that would take me years. So I like, I, I think it might be a good idea. I think it might help broaden who your listeners are. Okay. I think it's a great idea. Um, I, I really like the idea. It wasn't my idea, but I'll definitely say I had some part of it. Uh, look, we got Bark up. I don't want to hear from him at all. He's a glorified camera. He doesn't know what he's doing. I, tr- he's- I tried telling him while you were gone that he's just a prop, Alex. I yeah. tried. I tried to tell him. Dude, he's a prop. I mean, he, what has he actually ever done in his life, dude? Nothing. Absolutely not. He goes around recording some old man in suits and gets views. I mean, the last one, I think, had like 10 million views on his video. He doesn't know what he's doing. He has no idea what he's doing. Um, he's just coming to Web3, trying to dump suits on all, all over everyone. And at the same time, he's never done anything. He's never shown any glimmer of success in, in prior experiences. All right, we got, a, we got a bunch of hands here. We got Chili Bit. Don't want to hear from David. Don't want to hear from you. Uh, you're not even using NFT. I don't even know if I can trust you. Uh, Kismet, also not using NFT. Don't think I can trust you. Christine, definitely not. And Jeremiah seeking the validation through Board Ape. We already know that his opinion is not going to be that great. I want to go to Sphinx. Uh, Sphinx, what's your thoughts? Hey, so um, I agree with Ariel. I think it's a really, really good idea. Also, um, you absolutely can do it. Um, you, you don't even, I mean, I'm not an attorney, so I can be corrected. But basically, it, a lot of people on Clubhouse did it. Um, what you can do is in your announcements uh, for, you know, the reminders, stuff that go out, uh, announcing the space, you basically you just include recorded podcast episode. That's all you do. And then in the when you start the space, you say you announce that it's going to be a um, recorded podcast episode that's going to be uploaded to the different platforms, Spotify or whatever, and then post that to the jumbotron. And then like every like fifteen minutes or so, I would interject that, and you can cut that clip out. Um, before you lo- um, upload it to to the to Spotify or whatever, but I think it's a terrific idea. I think it'll help you branch out. I don't even think you need to have um, set speakers. I think you can have it be just like this if you want, or you can have um, you know speakers that you pick in advance. But I think it's terrific, and I think that it'll you know really get people to um, to sort of. Uh, you know, like Ariel said, people who miss this um, catch on like whenever they want. I think that'd be cool. And also all in chronological order. So that would be really cool. I'm going on mute. Okay. Yeah, I think it would be That's cool. what I was going to say, just so you know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There's no oh, fucking oh, way, oh, David. Oh. Just yeah, absolutely. I've been on whoa, Clubhouse. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, who, who muted him? Bro? Let him talk. I wasn't I'm on club. No, no, no. Mark, that's exactly Mark what here is a prop. David, David can we ask for your stamps of approval? Hold, hold, hold like, on. Hey, we need stamps of approval from David. Uh, we need to hear from David. David, what's your stamps of approvals look like? Is that a stamp of approval or disapproval? I mean, King Fudd, did you ask for David's? Well, listen, uh, actually, now that I think about it, I did. I was actually, while Sphinx was talking, I was thinking, this is a really mediocre take 
You know what would make it great, though? David's stamp of approval. Sounds about right. There we go again. I, I was wondering if what I was saying was good. I knew when he didn't have an NFT PFP, he was going to come up with this sense of entitlement. And look, I'm just showing. No, no, no. I, Hey, man, I'm a big fan. I don't. I, I literally came up to answer the question with that exact answer because I've been on Clubhouse for a year and a half. That was literally the answer I was going to say because before they started putting the record button at the in, in the rooms, you had to tell people that you're recording because there had been a lot of lawsuits. So... Yeah, man, that's literally all I was going to say. I didn't even think I was going to get on stage. So when I got on stage, I was just waiting my turn to say that. And I think it's a great idea. Yeah. You didn't wait your turn. Wait, did he wait his turn, King Fun? I mean, you just blast off mute. And you're, oh, I was about to say that. Is that waiting your turn to you, King Fun? Hang on. Hang on. Let me think about this. Let's delve into this. Um, first of all, Alex, he's a big fan. Um. Let me ask you this, David. Uh, are you a big fan of tiny men who served in like a fake branch of the military? I don't. I don't know what that means. Okay. Well, you're not a big fan then. You're not a big fan. Uh, I thought you were. You came up here. You said you were. You're interrupting people. We we got to move on. Yes. We got to get to some of these. We sorry, guys. Didn't mean to really fans, interrupt you. I apologize. We got to get to some of these real don't fans. Don't be sorry, Alex. David. Don't be sorry. Uh, be better. No one got any better. Being I'm sorry. I'm really good, so I'm 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 I can always be better, but I'm really good. And uh, yes, I, I and yes, I am a fan. I I constantly like the content that you put out, uh, and uh, I don't know why I'm getting so burned all just for the first time being on stage. But hey, yeah, you're not good at it. I can. You're not good at it. You're not following the rules, and maybe that's the problem. If you were a big fan, yeah, I don't you would know, know the these rules, rules in your. If face. you were a big fan, like you said, you would know these specific rules. Because this this is it. We have now had to divert the whole conversation to focus on David, and and, and talk about David. That that's what you've done here, David. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. No, it's not a good thing. You're not welcome. You are not welcome. If I would have said sorry, then you would have said something else. I didn't want your like sorry. <laughs> I wanted you to be better, and you I, have been I, stuck being the same. You are stuck in mediocrity. Agreed. I'm going to be better. All right. All right. I, I, I like that, David. David, let me ask you this. Um, why don't you have an NFT profile picture? I mean, I've had them. I have. I've been in the Web3 space for a while. I just, um, you know, I, I've been known on Clubhouse for a long time. So I had a few PFPs up, but nobody recognizes me on Twitter unless I have this stupid Clubhouse PFP. So I just keep it until I meet new friends like all of you wonderful, nice um, people. Mm. Holy shit, is that David from fucking Clubhouse? That's David from Clubhouse! Holy shit, I just <laughs> recognized him! Holy shit, that's David's to to Gerraris. Gerraris. Fuck, dude, how do you say Harris. that? To Harris. To Harris. That's fucking David to Harris from fucking Clubhouse. Yeah. I mean, are you bullish on Web3, David to Harris from I'm Clubhouse? I'm very bullish on Web3. Well, David to Harris, do you know where I'm from? I don't. Where are you from? My dad's ball sacks. Uh, my dad's balls. So you're no. from Clubhouse. Stop I'm from it. my dad's ball sack. Uh, David, I'm well, no, sorry. I'm from Florida, but I've, I've been on Clubhouse for a long time. Okay. What, what is that? Are you not I don't get it, David. I just don't understand it. Um, what What does you being on Clubhouse for a long time? You, you know, all it was is I, I, I was just going to answer the question because 
I'm, uh, we have a podcast. It's called Debate the News from Clubhouse, and we put it oh, on wow. Apple, Spotify. You know, you give a, you give a guy no, 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 a mic. No, 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 it's not show. my podcast. I'm not, uh, all I'm saying I'm is, not going to show my podcast, but I'm going to drop a name. I'm not sure. No, 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 no. I'm that, just saying it's a, a good show. idea to disseminate your content. And you asked a question, would Web3 people listen to it? And I know for a fact they would listen to it. I came up to support your idea because I think it's a great idea. And you guys can burn me and roast me, but that's fine because I'm glad to be on stage anyways. So you kick me off. Well, no, David to Harris. I would never kick off David to Harris from Clubhouse. Not from you're, Clubhouse. You're David to Harris from Clubhouse. <laughs> I mean, what kind of guy would I be? And not only that, we we get a lot of imposters up here. We get a lot of the fake Davids. Um, I get it. I get luckily, it. Luckily, I don't want to be known on Twitter that. spaces as David from Clubhouse because on Clubhouse I'm known as David the reputation reputation management guy. So I'd rather be known as that. This guy has a resume, and he's going to let us know everything. No, 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 no. I don't need to sell anybody anything. That's, I, I'm just saying I don't want to be known as David from Clubhouse. So Okay, David to Harris David. Wait, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Let's reel this in. You specifically – I asked you a specific question of why you don't have an NFT profile picture, and you said because you want people from Clubhouse to recognize you, yeah. and then now you're saying you don't want to be known as that. What are you doing, David? You're all over the place. <laughs> that's a good point. I need to be better. That's what that, okay. that's the answer. All I right. Need to be better. That's fine. We all we all need to be better in, in, in our own ways. You a lot more than me. Um, but you, you can we can start. You know what you need is you need a rotten egg as a profile picture. That's what you need. They're really oh, expensive. They're on I, Magic Eden. I'd I'd go sweep two, three, four thousand if you could uh, get the floor price up to one. If you can for us, we'd appreciate that. Um, let's go to <laughs> let's hey, let's go to uh, Shilly Bitch. Well, that was duck and go for a while with David. There wasn't even <laughs> ah, shit, David's gonna cry. Ah, shit, the back again. But you got some good material. Well done, boys. Well done. Duck and die. Um, going what, back to what you said what, earlier. What language? Well, hang on, hang on, hang. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hello, hello, <clears throat> hello. Hey, Alex. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good, bro. I just woke up. What's good? No, you're good. Hey, um, you were taking a nap in your office? Yeah, dude. I just uh, I just got this new fucking couch, dude. It's like it's one of them fold-out ones into a bed, dude. Dude, what did you fucking need, man? I was having hey, a great hey, Come here. Great, come here. Dude, come I, shit, you know, I was having a dream about David DeHarris from Clubhouse. You ever heard of the guy? David? from You had a dream from Clubhouse. About yeah, bro. dude. Uh, well, I don't know him. I just know he's from Clubhouse. I don't actually know I him. kid you not. I had I had a dream about him last night as well. Yeah. Well, where was he from? Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to I want to keep talking about that. He was from Clubhouse, by the way. But come in here. I you got a new couch. I actually just bought a new chair. Come and sit in it real quick. All right. Well, let me. Hang I'm on. trying to hear. Hey, let me get the door. Oh shit, dude. Is this is this real leather? Yeah. Wait. Sit down. Okay. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I got you with the whoopee cushion, dude. <laughs> you put that right oh. the cushion, dude. I jumped up, man. Oh my god, whoopee dude. cushion, dude, dude. That's so good. Oh, I woke yeah. you up from your nap for that, dude. Yeah, I'm dude, sorry. Good. I mean, sorry, man. I'm good now. Um, yeah, dude. What's what's good with you though? Anything new? No, honestly, no. In fact, I haven't even been working in here. I've just been sitting here playing on my phone this whole time. I don't I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. I'm kind of lost right now in life. Do you, do you have a moment we could talk, like man to man? All right, let me um. Yeah, dude, hang on. Come, come in the office. Come in the office. Hang on. Oh, going to your office now. 
Yeah, come in here. Take a seat, man. Uh, don't eat the fucking Skittles, dude. Those things are old. Those are for fucking decoration. God, you fucking eat anything. It's too late. Look at your rainbow. Dude, look at your teeth. They're like fucking rainbow. It's too late. They're really good. Oh, Those are not old. They're, they're not even old. They're still cheap. It's because they're sitting in the sunlight right here. The sun's warming them up. Makes well, them less stale. I, um, I actually like the lemon Skittles the most. Do you mind if I just individually pick them out? Dude, you can have them all. Uh, all they've right. been sitting there since last Halloween. Not the, oh. not this, this, this la the last one. So two Halloweens ago. That's fine. I took them from kids walking down the street. That's fine. Have you ever had an MRE? I'm pretty sure. Are meals ready to eat? Yeah, dude. I, I eat them. You know, have you had them before, dude? You ship bricks. Those things are straight fiber. Yeah, but this is the thing. You get, you know, the M and M's that have the weird like, like polish around them. That's like what these Skittles have. They're fine. All right. Well, what did you need? Uh, look, man, I'm about to go back to sleep. No. Yeah, you're fine. I actually just wanted to tell you, like, listen, um, I've noticed you've been hanging around um, a lot of people lately, and I don't like some of them. I don't like some of them. And I'm kind of like stuck with you um, on these. And then so we're kind of stuck hanging out with people that I don't really like. Um, I mean, the first one being Jeremiah. Like, why, why do you continuously want to hang out with Jeremiah? Well, dude, um, are you talking about on spaces? Look, um, yeah. I have a $30 PFP. A lot of people don't take it for credit. And if you put a whole bunch of board apes up on the space, it looks like a valid space. So, yeah, dude, he's just a stage prop. He's nothing more than a stage. He's not my actual oh. friend, dude. Oh, dude, that's the same as Bark then. Yeah, dude, mutant ape stage prop, you know? Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyone with a, an expensive PFP, I never care about their take. I never even call on them. Uh, never even call. They're just there to provide validation for you. Dude, you're a fucking $2 PFP. I'm a $30 PFP. You think anyone's taking us serious? You think someone would pay $2 for mine? That much? Yeah, that dude, means I'm a lot. give you a little credit, you know, a little fame. You know what? That like means whenever a someone lot. signs a fucking basketball, like from a washed up basketball player, you know, sometimes it adds a dollar or two to it. Yeah, but yeah well, dude, what did what did you need? So you don't like you know Jeremiah? You know what? This is the thing. I don't even need to say it anymore because all the things you said already made me feel better. All right. Well, dude, um, let's go back out to the space. Let's go see what's going on. Um, dude, I, I should you know, I was on a space. Uh, David Teharis was up there. I mean, David, David. fucking Teharis. From Clubhouse, dude. Uh, he's on that space. So let's, let's go back in there. Legend. Um, let's go back in there. Uh, hang on. Let me get the door, dude. Let me get the door. Wait, 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 wait. Let me grab what, a few what's more. What's up, dude? Whoa, shit, dude. Let me grab a few more Skittles. All right. Well, fuck, dude. Hurry up, dude. People are waiting for us, you know? And people are impatient. They'll fucking leave the space and if you're fucking... Anyways. All right. Let's go, dude. You got your Skittles. Let's go. I'm all right. Hey, um, King Fud. I don't know what you think about Twitter spaces, but I kind of like them. I kind of... I'm a Yeah. Fan. I yeah think one thing I really like... That they play a big role in humanity. Do you believe that? Massive. Massive role in humanity. Um, you could pin them on other social media sites. Um, you get to meet new people. Surround yourself with phenomenal people like Bark and Jeremiah. Um, I love them. What about David Teharis from Clubhouse? He, I wish, dude. I wish he would come on Spaces. That We would be so lucky. I'm sure he would have great takes. If he came up on Spaces, he'd probably come up and he would validate everything we said. He used to put stamps of approvals everywhere. Like my first grade teacher, when they put the little stars up you know, on, the, on the, the board, they'd be like, oh, you know, this is really well. You get a star here. He'd come up and put stars everywhere. I mean, uh, don't you like it when your opinions are validated by David yeah. DeHarris from Clubhouse? If I could get a gold star... From David to Harris, when I have a take about Web three from Clubhouse, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I wouldn't, I'd be good with Twitter. Like I, that would be peak Twitter for me. I'd be okay. You know, accomplishing nothing else after that. Okay. Well, let's hear from David to Harris from club. He's here. He's here, dude. He's in the flesh, dude. He doesn't use an NFT. He's not scared. He puts his face out there. Uh, David to Harris. Do you own any NFTs? I do. Hey, uh, that's he's better. He's better than he was in my dream. In my dream, he didn't know how to be clear and concise. And, and then here in reality, he's about as clear and concise as it gets. So, David to Harris from Clubhouse, what are your top three NFTs that you own? Top three. 